have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. Join Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick King. I am in the building. I am behind the glass. I am on the boards. I am doing my thing. What's good with you? What's good with you? What's good with you? What's good with you, my boy? Love and life. You can say that. Sort of kind of. Sort of kind of not really. Yeah, yeah. I got to get that energy. In me, well, man. well, it's kind of that, that this day. This day kind of saps some of that energy. Yeah, man. It's, it's a funk. It's a funk around the world. And it's not just the coronavirus. It's, it's just a funk around the world, man. Well, I mean, it's we might as well get. Uh, we we might as well get to it then. What's the funk? I mean, part of what's the funk? All right, let's go do the intro and everything. Starlight, say hello to the good people. She's behind the glass as well. Hey, people. I am here, even though you probably won't hear from me too much tonight. Cause she got a coronavirus. We got two people in the house right now. We got two. <laughs> we got two housemates. What's going on, fellas? Introduce yourself. You in the barbershop, man? We don't do no intro. Introduce yourselves. Go around the board. What's your name? What it do, people? This is your boy, Minister Casey. I'm in the house. Appreciate you guys having me in the barbershop again. I need to get that lined up before I leave here too. Thank you for coming back. Oh, you gonna get lined up? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and your name, brother man? It's Pastor John Menifee, man. Glad y'all could have me tonight. Glad we could have you in as well. And we have another person behind the glass with the screaming in the coffin and all this other kind of stuff she's doing. The angry woman brought the coronavirus. The angry woman. Angry woman brought in the coronavirus. Y'all got me back here, Will. And Rick. Rick, come on. Go ahead and finish up with the the introduction for the people. This is is Talking Random Mist. This ain't that but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. And this here barbershop, no conversation in taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. What's that will? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it to call into the shop or to join the show or to discuss whatever you want to discuss. But really, tonight we're talking about Kobe Bryant. So you either listen and contribute to this conversation or shut up and listen to this conversation. But the number to dial is 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mammy basement, please let her know it's not one of them nah 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 Please let her know this not one of them nine one triple nine numbers. Ain't no freaky diggy thing going on. Well, it's definitely not tonight. Not tonight. Not definitely tonight. Definitely not, not tonight. But you can holler this at one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You can also find us on Facebook Live on yes. the Talking Random Mish. Hey y'all. Or if you hop in your car and you're in the Atlanta area. I mean, Turn it into eleven hundred AM. You might not get it. You that thing do download. That antenna app. down now. I mean, it, 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 after, well, it, if you're over here on North Avenue in Atlanta, <laughs> you can probably pick it up if you're on North Avenue. That thing. But you can always find us in either of your app stores. Whoever you got on your phone is really eleven hundred. Hit the app. Hit us. The shop is now open. All right, let's get to it, man. What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? Everyone's well. We gonna get to it, man. We ain't got time to do all that. I mean, y'all look good. Y'all, I'm gonna say y'all healthy, fine. You're looking good. Everybody's Um, healthy. Last Sunday, yep. I was at my mama house. Mm. Had came in from the store. Me and my buddy came in from the store. I was getting ready to make a um chef salad. Not a chef salad. I was gonna make some charbroiled chicken salad. Why? Got the eggs. Got the chicken. So you know, I put the chicken in there. Um. To thaw out, then I come back through, you know, I see my phone, you know, I go through Facebook and I see, I see, damn, Kobe. Okay, what Kobe done did now? 
Then you go on through somebody say, say something else crazy. So I, hey, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to cook. I'm hungry. So then I get something, uh, um, uh, uh, um, pop up saying TMZ reports. Then my buddy looked at me. She said, hey, "Did you see what?" I said, "Yeah, but it ain't nobody but TMZ reported." So you know, you try to play it off like it ain't happening. So I turned to the Pro Bowl. I didn't have no intentions on watching the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. but what had just transpired, I need to see this. What time was it? What time it was, was you? About f- eleven something. It's like eleven something with yeah, you. Okay. It's about eleven something. Okay. So then I um all of a sudden everything, all the indicators on my phone start going off. Breaking news. Kobe Bean Bryant was just in the helicopter crash. Gone. Age 41. Bro, you and it stopped. Seemed like everything stopped for a few minutes. Did you? I mean, I mean that's where I was. What were you guys at? Minister. Um, I was upstairs. Um, I was actually working on another song. And, um, you know, I'm always tell the truth and stay safe. That's why I'm trying to pull this up in here. Um, I was sitting upstairs. And I was working on another song. And then my phone rang. Uh, and it was my cousin. I'm like, what's up, cuz? He's like, hey, man. You heard about Kobe? Like, nah. He's like, um, TMZ just reported, man, Kobe Bryant just died. I'm like, boy, stop playing, man. First thing I thought was like, boy, I don't believe everything you see on yep. the internet, bonjour. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> start laughing. Yep. I was like, boy, stop, whatever. He's like, no, man, I'm, I'm serious, cuz. I was like, all right. I said, I'll wait, you know, wait until some other stuff comes out. So yeah. I'm working. I got my laptop open and uh, so let me see. Google. Man, TMZ. Then all of a sudden the phone came down. Got the little notifications. Um, I was about just like I was just then. Yeah. You know, kind of like, you know, in disbelief or not necessarily disbelief. Now I say this with all due respect, so please don't nobody kill me. What I'm about to say. No, no, no. Um, anybody that know me, I'm, 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 I'm from the A. I'm from Atlanta, Grady baby. I love everything in Atlanta. So I never really was a Kobe Bryant fan. Same here. You see what I'm saying? As far yeah. as a basketball player, I know he Same was a here. great player, but I was never a fan of his. I support anything that's from Atlanta, and Atlanta is just about only. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't. I really don't have that. Like somebody that's Laker fans yeah. may have now. Of course, you don't want to see anybody. Past, yeah. and especially somebody that's us successful and in the light that he was in. Yeah. So for that, I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow, for real? Yeah. What about you? Hold on, Starlight. Where were you? What happened? Um, I was actually at a brunch um, with a bunch of friends, and we had like two tables. Ooh, you gotta turn that up. One table had a conversation going on, and the other table just kind of hit like that. Oh, man, what are you talking about? And so, you know, we thinking, okay, whatever. You know, we're like, turn around, like, what are y'all talking about? And that's when you kind of saw stuff pop up on phones, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I was leaving. So I get in the car and turn on 929. 
It's like, okay. He's talking about regular stuff. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not confirmed yet. Not confirmed yet. Not confirmed yet. They broke in with breaking news. That was when I knew. And it hit me. It hit me more so similar to like Minister said. I was never really a fan of his him on the basketball court, but I was a fan of him as a person mm-hmm. and all the stuff he did, especially all the stuff he did outside of basketball. But when I found out about the baby, yeah, that one broke me because, like, tonight, the reason why I kind of was, like, rushing in trying to make the show, I was at my niece's basketball game. And all I could think was, this baby's the same age as my baby. Like, oh, what do you mean? And then the other player that was on the team, on the, on the helicopter, her parents are now gone. Their team that was waiting on them and being a teacher was like, how do you as an adult now handle the fact that all of these babies are going to grieve? Yeah. And you have to let them grieve. Yep. So that was kind of like my whole weekend was just like, this is a weird state. Angry black lady. That's angry black well, woman. I was oh, excuse at me. My She's not a lady. She's a was, woman. We had just funeralized the day before. So it, it was sad to say the least, but it, extremely sad when we found out his child was on the helicopter. But, uh, you know, a loss in no matter what. And I agree. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was a big Laker fan when it was Kobe and Shaq. And I really like that combo. But I, I think when he did an interview and he broke down, I think that's when I, I felt it. The when most. Shaq bro- broke when down? Shaq broke yeah. down. I, you know, he was like, I should have caught, you know, he yeah. should have called him more. And you start going through that. But, I mean, it's just one of those reminders. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. True. So. Pastor. Um, I guess uh, my, my uh, experience is probably not a surprise. I was in church. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, around was, that time. I was in church, um, and I got the news from uh, one of the other uh, church members. They pulled it up on their phone, let me know that uh, Kobe Bryant had passed. I'm typically suspicious of in, any uh, media source, so yeah. uh, I, by the time I got home, I still was, you know, kind of in disbelief. Um, you know, I checked several other sources. Still, still didn't believe it. Yeah. And I, I think uh, until until I saw it on CNN later that night. Oh, so it was nighttime till you it, finally. It, it was it was nighttime when I finally you know accepted that you know this yeah. this is what happened, man. And uh, you know of course as a as a father as a family man you know you know my heart grieved for Kobe with with his family with his you know wife his children uh, his parents uh, you know my heart you know just just you know aches for them. Yeah. Uh, you know any any uh, father that's lost to his family is is, is always a tragedy, uh, no matter the circumstances. Um, and uh, but he, you know, even as a fan, man, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of different from some. Uh, you know, my, my my Kobe journey is that you know I was a fan of the Lakers back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, but I was a fan of the post Shaq Lakers. Uh, oh really? I wasn't a, I wasn't a Kobe fan. I was a Black Mamba fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's, it's, it's a big difference. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's and, a good way you say so, you know, yes. you know, Yeah, broke it down number, like that. Number eight and number twenty-four, two different. Two different. Two, yeah. That's right. That's true. And uh, you know, uh, you know, I think Kobe, man. You know, I, I think I think the Black Mamba is the greatest basketball player ever lived right. uh, because uh, he performed under some of the greatest adversity. 
ever. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, I had a profound appreciation. He, he changed my opinion and my whole perspective about who he was as a player and as a person with how he dealt with adversity, man. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to kind of go through some of the things he was going through, man, and then, you know, show up on the court and drop 81 uh, in the game and say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still the GOAT. You know? <laughs> uh, just, you know, just to put y'all on notice, man. It, it was it was, it was was transformative for me, man. So, yeah, I, I was a huge Black Mamba fan. You know, I think, uh, you know, his loss is tragic, man. Uh, but, you know, of course, his legacy lives on. You know, we'd be glad to, you know, see his legacy continue. Yeah. I was at... Um I was at, my son had just finished his basketball game, and I'm walking out the gym telling him and Doc Bye and everything, and I look on Facebook, and one of our homeboys in our little sports group, sports fanatics group that we're in, Rick, he's like, this can't be true about Kobe. And I'm like, what Kobe did now? Yeah, That's, that's, that's the first thing I think, like, what, what, this, what did this dude do now? Because I was never really a Kobe fan, all right? So you go to Tim's, you, go, you start Google, I Google Kobe Bryant. Then TMZ. And I'm like, okay, TMZ, all right, this might be one of those Dougie Fresh hoax like back in the day mm-hmm. when Dougie Fresh was supposed to be dead back in the 80s and stuff. So I'm thinking this is a joke. Keep going to other sources. Nobody else is really reporting anything. Then I see other sources say we're trying to confirm. Then you start reading all the other things, five people, this, that, third, and the other, and you start getting bombarded <laughs> with so much information that, to me, it became overload and to the point to where I got into actually a funk from all the overload and misinformation that was being put out. Now, let me tell you a story about this misinformation. I'm sitting there at my mom's, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, it, it came, word that came across that Rick Fox was, was on in, the plane. Was on the plane. Yeah, it was on the helicopter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My mama was like, what? She <laughs> stopped. Yeah. No, not Rick Fox. <laughs> Hold up, mama. <laughs> you got something for Rick Fox, mama? Not pretty here, Ricky. Yeah. She said, oh, I like and think about that. Why? Rick Fox's family yes. has to be like, wait a minute, what? Yes. Mm. And Rick Fox himself has to be like, what? I'm right here. Yeah, he and um he actually did it. I mean, that's he actually um the things that he had to say about it, you know, and then you know, people calling him. Hey dog, mm-hmm. what they call to say see is mm-hmm. you yeah. dead. Huh? Yeah. And so it just I, I mean, but for me, whether you're a fan of Kobe, mm-hmm. if you're a fan of basketball, mm-hmm. yeah. Kobe did something to you. Or did something for you Yeah I couldn't it, stand it, him Because he it, always it, killed the house Like I say He either did something <laughs> to you Or he did something for you But I like watching Because You know Listening to all these stories mm-hmm. Kobe's been in Our life we saw Since he was 17 years well, old we saw his whole career whole We career. saw his whole Think career Think about it I saw mm-hmm. 20 years of this guy yeah. 20 mm-hmm. years of my life was 20 years of him Playing basketball yeah, we saw no. it We saw him grow up Yeah mm-hmm. From dating Brandy Yeah Going to the prom with Brandy Yeah um, to that terrible song he did with well, Brian McKnight. Yep. Oh Lord, yep. you know to to, to to missing the sh- the missing the shots. Yep. At the end of the game, you, you know, one thing one thing that got me about when he started talking to all the people, and um, they spoke with Ice Cube. I think it was Ice Cube they spoke with, and they asked Ice Cube, "Hey, you know what was your reaction? What did you do?" He said, "I immediately called Kobe." Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like Kobe. Don't he said now Kobe might not get right back with you, but Kobe's gonna get back with you. He said, but I didn't hear back from him. He said, but I was like, all right, cool. He'll get back to me. But when I heard Shaq's comment, was Shaq was downstairs working out with his Shaq said he was downstairs working out with his son, mm-hmm. and his son said, hey dad, look at this. And he told his son, get that S out of my face. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. That's BS. Get yeah. it out of my face. And then Shaq said later on, more and more people started texting him, and so. 
he started he saw that it happened but he didn't say that he reached out or tried to contact him. my first thing is 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 and, and, and no i'm not condemning Shaq. it's just my mind state my mind thought is if i know you i got your number the first thing i hear that you pass i'm contacting you like Ice Cube, I'm contacting you, so I, I look at that as like Shaq. You, you, you contact you, you first. But you, 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 you can't say because. Oh, I'm contacting. Shaq, I, don't care. I mean, I mean, I, that's I'm talking about you, but Shaq don't. Shaq been through some things here lately. He just lost his sister. Yeah, then that is true. And, um, that is true. Because he was that just saying, Shaq, so like, I true. hadn't slept. I and don't that's sleep. I'm, I'm that's he's true. going through it, so and that's might, what I'm saying. It might just be one of those things. And that's why I say I'm not condemning him. Yeah. And that's why I say I'm not condemning him because I don't know what that man, like you say, is going through. But I know me personally is like the first thing I got to do if I'm being told that, hey, this is something that happened to Rick. I'm not contacting. I'm not waiting for it to come through Athens. Yeah. Athens newspaper. I'm contacting Rick. Yeah. Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, yeah. If I don't hear back from you at some time, I'm like, okay, what the hell? Yeah. But like I said, what, what really shook, I mean, it shook me, but when the loss of his daughter. Yeah, yeah. His baby girl. Yeah. That's what got me. Yeah. 13 because, years old. you know, I got a son 12. Got Same a, here. My baby girl is 16. Same here. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, you know, my How oldest baby is 25. Same here. Wait a minute, bro. Hold on, bro. Y'all sure y'all ain't dating the same? <laughs> 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 I, <don't know. laughs> I know your kids ain't my kids, but <laughs> <laughs> you know? I ain't know they was exactly yeah. the same ages. Yeah. Uh, dang. Okay, yeah, dang. so so you know that I, I, I'm, I'm at a point, and see, and then I started thinking about what was his last when you knowing yeah. how did he feel? Yeah, holding his you baby. You got your or baby whatever. girl yeah. in your arms, yeah. and there's nothing that you can do. Yeah, mm. yeah, you can't protect them because I remember uh, a time when my daughter, because she's um, they living in Savannah, her mm. mama called me. And uh, said some girls that jumped on my baby. It hurt me to my soul mm-hmm. because I couldn't. couldn't be, be I there. wasn't there to protect my baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I would just imagine what Kobe was thinking, and I'm sure he did it with the mama mentality. Now mm-hmm. he probably was stone faced. Baby, everything gonna be okay because you can't show that to her. But inside, yeah. What was this man thinking? You don't think about, and I know you can't be thinking about your own life. Nah, he don't care nothing about because his life. Because it's more he, so about that I'm kid sure, at that time. I, To me, I'm almost sure he was thinking, I can't, I cannot save my baby yeah. right now. That, and that, that's, like, like you say, for me personally, and we can go around the room again, but for me personally, that was like the most heart-wrenching part of it is to think about, because like I said, you and me, same ages. 16, my daughter, my youngest son, 13, my oldest son, 25. But the same thing is, if I'm not able to protect them from something that I know that is possibly sure death, then I feel... Useless, helpless, mm-hmm. and weak and vulnerable. Yeah. I said, damn. But then I also, and I know people say that things flash in, in flash in front of your eyes at, at the moment's notice. But I, and well, that part we're gonna talk about later when we get into the second part of the show. But do y'all y'all have kids? Correct? Yes? No? I have a daughter. How is your daughter? She's five. She's five. Mm-hmm. Did that play a part of your mentality when oh, you thought man. about this whole thing yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, as a dad, man, you know, I just began to think about, you know, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, my own relationship, my own daughter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my desire to see her grow up, yeah. you know, um, you know, and, and how, you know, as much as, you know, we all want to live a long life, you know, how important it is for me to make sure 
you know, I invest in my relationship with my child, spend the, the proper time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so as much into her as I can because tomorrow ain't promised for no, you know, none of us. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, that, I think that's what I, you know, what I took away, man, you know, that uh, if, if if it happens to, you know, be inside God's plan that, that I don't live a long life, you know, yeah. what am I doing with the time I got? That, that's you know? a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. What about you, minister? Yeah, I had seven seven kids, a wife and a dog. <laughs> you threw the dog in there. <laughs> um, that's a child, too. Um I can't say I didn't feel anything, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't, I can't say I, I felt anything, really. Um, I lost my mom last year in October, and my mom lived with me, you understand? Yeah. I had to take care of my mom, so when my I got the phone call that my mom had passed, I mean, n- no disrespect, but I didn't call my mom, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. That put me in the vein where you always know death is real, but it, it hit, it had hit, hit, it has hit home. Yeah. So that was close to me. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. So that was fresh to you. It, 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 it was, was fresh. fresh. You, you, you understand? Yeah. So hearing the passing of him, even going back to the misinformation. When I first saw the little, somebody said four people yeah. passed. Yeah. About an hour or so later, my wife was like, oh, no, it was nine people. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. She's like, yeah, his daughter passed. I'm like, no, because this said four. Yeah. Misinformation. Mm-hmm. But then when I hear about the, the kids, be honest, y'all. And I'm always tell the truth and stay safe. That's my motto. That's my hashtag. I had more heartfelt feelings, not necessarily for Kobe, but my mindset thought about the other people that was on that plane. Yeah. Because everybody went to Kobe because yeah. Kobe is Kobe. And that's what I'm getting. But yeah. my mind was like, hold on, wait a minute. It was some yeah. other people and other family that that Are we leaving out those people? Yeah. Nobody is talking nobody, they're not getting the spotlight. They're yes. not getting yeah. the when I, their life was just as precious. Yes. Yes. And hold up. Because you're right. And that's one of the things that I felt that needed to be addressed as well. So not just Kobe Bryant was on the plane. I know that Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianni are the most, I don't, I'm not going to say celebrated of the two people that lost their lives, but they're the most. Uh, they touched our lives. They're the ones who are most spoken about. They're the ones who are most spoken the most. They're the, the ones who, who the, the majority of the world know of. All right. But also on that plane was uh, Peyton Chester. She was 13, a teammate of Gianni's. Alyssa Altobi, Altobelli, excuse me, 14. She was also a teammate of Gianni's. Uh, Carrie Altobelli, Alyssa's mother, which is tragic, man, because I'm going to keep going. And Christina Mauser, who was 38, she was also killed in the crash. They also lost John Altobelli, who was 56. So that's a family. A family. A mother, a father, a husband, a wife, and a daughter. No, no, no. And, and they left two siblings at home. Yes. So mm. two siblings. Wow. So, 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 so two siblings at home just lost their mother, their father, yep. and their sister. Yep. Also, Sarah Chester, she also died in a crash. That's the mother of Peyton Chester. So now you're talking about a husband. Mm-hmm. Him and his kids are without a, a wife, wife and, and a mom. A, yeah. Yeah, and a sister. Yeah, and the pilot, Ira Zobayan, fifty years old. I don't know 
about his history or his family members or anything like that. But yes, it's not just Kobe. And I know that we concentrate on Kobe because we talk about how Kobe is the one we knew. Yeah. And that's the one that we've known. And Gianni is is, is, is Kobe's daughter who has been thrust out there, who we were told is going to be the next great or was trying to be great and walking her dad's footsteps. And that's why we are so fixated. The world, America, public are so fixated on those two. But we don't want to go without letting it be known that those other seven lives mattered as well. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, I couldn't even segue to anything. Man. Hey, dog, it's, 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 I mean, it, I was, this, this, this ain't supposed to be no segue. Yeah, this yeah, ain't perfect. This ain't how this thing's supposed to go. We're gonna so, take a break real quick. We lost man. somebody, but we're gonna take what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna do a 24 second clock <laughs> with the buzzer. Shout out to Kobe. We're gonna take a little music break, and when we come back, we're gonna have a conversation with why Minister Casey. Minister John, Pastor John, as we like to call him around, well, my way, why y'all are here. Well, um, let's, let, let's let the folks know. We want to know if this is God's plan. That's that's the question tonight. And I tell you is how the I death came, how Kobe, came up with this. Is the death of Kobe, the death of those other eight persons on that plane, is this God's plan? So we will be right. Black. Coming through and acting wild. 
Y'all commercial. Better have a coke and a smile. Y'all shot I conversate with many men. It's time to begin again. Forgot what I already knew. You hear me, friend? Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society trying to keep the army. But I'ma stay incognito in places they can't find me. Make my moves strategically to GOT. It's sort of similar, but iller than a chess player. I use my thinker. Coincides with my blinker. Why you wonder what we're saying on the records, real? Yeah, you right, kid. You know the deal. My mom is infamous. It's like a title read. You get back slapped so hard, make your nose bleed. Some kids feeling guilty about to you first, baby girl, so just face But anyway, back on the real side of things My sibling cracks and wear fat diamond rings Not only is it inside the songs that we sing Everything is real, not just a song that we sing From my life to the paper, very accurately Give you all of my two, so maybe you could three Prodigy with forever, S-H-I-N-E Track millions like the moon to track the sea How dare you ever in your life walk past me Without acknowledging it's me Big dudes that spray crews, look up Joey Crack. Be like he's bad news running this racket. From New York to Montego, slaughtering people, bringing ton of keys from Puerto Rico. I'd rather be feared than love because the fear lasts longer. No, he's stronger than these weaklings seeking for respect that ain't there. Knuckleheads beware, this man tension in the air. Tell me guns for fun, shotties for black parties. My fresh lead heats up your insides like a fickle Bugatti. Call for ambulance. Welcome back to Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am behind the glass. I am on the boards. I am making it sound good. I am. I am. <laughs> and in the house tonight we have, who are you guys? Y'all like y'all didn't like that I am. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cute and catchy. Nah, I was with you, man. Nah. <laughs> see, somebody felt me like let the folks know who you are again. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Pastor John Menifee. Man, this is Minister Casey, a.k.a. Brother Casey. Starlight just stepped away, and we had the angry woman in the house tonight who's sick. Angry woman is behind the glass. Yes, we had to quarantine her for obvious reasons. Y'all quarantined her, but y'all put her behind the glass with me. Damn right. We also had to quarantine her because she talked too much. <laughs> that's a real reason. That's a real reason she's quarantined. We can't give you a hey, mic you know, anymore. No, 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 I'm gonna tell you the most hilarious. Uh, while we was at the funeral, her brother was talking and he said something about the whole family, right? Mm -hmm. And when he got the Theresa, what he guess what he called her? What? The CEO of the family. The CEO. The CEO <laughs> of the family. And, and bro, they got taking so your mic already. They fired me in the limo. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's so fitting. It was so fitting. I couldn't you take charge, uh, bro. You take charge, person though. Man, that's good. That's uh, it. Dumb. She borderline got a problem. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. She borderline has a problem, though. Hey, so but that my dog. So before we uh sorry sorry for your loss too, oh, okay. sorry for your loss, sorry for your loss. Yes. Um, before we before we took our break and everything, we said that uh, what we want to talk about tonight we want to talk about the, not the death of Kobe and we, that's what we're focusing on the death of Kobe and we're focusing and the conversation tonight is about was this God's plan? Now Rick is gonna tell you how he came about this question because Rick called me. On Sunday, I believe it was. Yeah, 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 Rick called me Sunday, and he was like, "Hey, man, I got a question to ask you." And I'm like, "All right." So me and Rick had a quick conversation and everything, and 
Rick, where you, how, how did we get to here? Riding. I do the best. I do my best thinking riding. <laughs> Somebody with, some ride. good, with some good music Somebody on. need to ride with him and talk to him. Hey, no, <laughs> hey I'm, I'm telling you, if you, my best ideas is when I'm driving. Most people. Mm-hmm. And um, driving with some good music and, you know, you know. So I was riding. Um, me and my buddy, we had this conversation. And, and then I just thought about it because, you know, people put on there all the time. God don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, had somebody else say, um, this was God's plan. This is his God's will. So I was just thinking, man, because it hit me. It hit me again. Mm-hmm. And I asked my buddy, do you think that this was God's plan to tragically take Kobe, to tragically take Kobe and Gigi away from his wife, her mother, all of a sudden. Was it God's plan to take the father, the mother, and the, the sister yeah. of these two siblings that are back home? So I called you. Mm-hmm. Will, I, I, you know... I, because now I'm, 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 go, I'm going through. Hey, is this... Like Will, a spiritual advisor now. Hey, no, no, <laughs> it, it wasn't... But see, I need... Awful. It, it wasn't the fact that he's a spiritual advisor. I needed to bounce this idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really wanted... I wanted to talk... I wanted to have the conversation in the barbershop. Yeah. Because I think this is one of the conversations that we can have in the barbershop. Yeah, we need to have And so that's why, after me and you had the conversation, mm-hmm. my next thought was... I need some brothers. I would like to have some brothers, like we call them in the South, of the cloth. Yeah, of the cloth. <laughs> of the cloth. <laughs> so that we can get a great understanding of what this is. Yeah. And basically, let's have a conversation. So I'm going, because I got to run behind the glass, and I'm going to put the conversation out to the, the two men on the cloth. Okay. Pastor John, I would like for you to go start this thing off. Um, what's this God's plan? Is this God's will? Uh, well, of course, there's always going to be some uh, difference of opinion on this. Uh, I can only speak for for me, uh, my relationship with God, and you know my uh, uh, life as a student of Scripture. Um, you know, the short answer is I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the short, quick, simple fast answer uh, to simplify everything else I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, the short answer is I, I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't think we can say conclusively uh, mm-hmm. if the death of Kobe was God's will. Um, you know, I think uh, scripture is clear about certain aspects of what God's will is. You know, it, it's God's will that we love one another. It's God's will that we uh, love our neighbor. It's God's will that we serve in humility. Uh, scripture is clear about that. Uh, but, you know, as we, you know, live our daily lives, uh, you know, our lives can only be lived uh, uh, through uh, genuine and sincere faith uh, yeah. that uh, there's some things that we can't clearly know for sure. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, tragedy is, of course, one of those things uh, that we can't uh, know for certain uh, whether or not, you know, what God's will uh, was in, in the sense of something being uh, a part of God's plan. Uh, what I do have faith in is that, uh, uh, that whatever unfolds in our lives uh, that God has a way of of using it and turning tragedy into triumph. Okay. Uh, and so uh, even uh, something as unfortunate as the 
uh, untimely death of Kobe Bryant, um, you know, uh, can can turn from tragedy to triumph in in some way. Uh, when we look at uh, God's plan, are you looking? Are you you speaking of triumph? You speaking more so triumph for the survivors? Uh, some or, somehow, or, uh, I'm I'm thinking uh, in in. Um, uh, in, in theological terms, what we would call an, an eschatological perspective. Um, God's, God's plan uh, who? is... I know that's a big uh, word. Uh, 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 come on, man. Uh, you be in the Bible uh, shop. You got yeah, to break that one all the way okay, down. Okay, so, so when we talk about uh, eschatology, what, what, what you know, that kind of uh, captures is God's universal plan, uh, okay. the end of things. Uh, scripture says that God... Uh, predestined certain things uh, before the foundation of the world was laid. Mm -hmm. uh, our salvation is one of those things. God knew the end from the beginning. Uh, when he started this thing, he knew where we would be, when we would be. But we also have, uh, you know, uh, free will. We have free choice. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I believe somehow God is wise enough, sovereign enough, uh, omniscient enough to incorporate uh, our uh, wisdoms, our mistakes, our uh, shortcomings, uh, all into uh, his uh, ultimate plan to redeem all people to himself. Okay. Minister, mm. what do you say? What's your take on it? Um, like, is this God playing or okay. not? That, you shared a video. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me interrupt you for one moment. Okay. You saw, you shared a video. Okay. Now, the video, you want to describe the video? Well, I'm sure um, some or most of the listeners out there or even the ones that are on Facebook have probably seen the video that that actually starts servicing uh, shortly after the passive uh, of Kobe Bryant and the others. Um, in this particular video, it was a cartoon video that was done back in 2017, I think. And it actually depicted, it actually showed a purple and gold helicopter crashing with Kobe Bryant inside of it. And it actually blew up. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theory. Let me put that out there right now, a, a conspiracy theorist. But there are a lot of people uh, people that were saying, hey, maybe, you know, maybe some Illuminati or maybe this was suggested programming. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, it was a Illuminati sacrifice or, you know, I just thought it was ironic mm -hmm. that a video of him dying like that will come to pass. Now, then, then that's what I'm going to ask you. So the question I had, I'm asking you is, is this God's plan, or do you think it could some things could be willed, okay, let or me, brought about? Let, let Let me start here. Was this God's plan? It's a matter of perspective, and mm -hmm. it's a matter of context. Okay, what am I saying? If I can ask one of you guys, you married? Yeah. If I ask you, do you beat your wife up no. every morning? No. But it's a matter of context. Am I saying, do you physically assault your wife? Mm. Or am I saying, do you rise out of bed before her? Oh, that's... It, based Ooh. on context. You Ooh. just tricked me on that one. I didn't Ooh. trick you. It's based on context. Okay. So when we're dealing with this type of thing, dealing with the spiritual, we have to keep it in context. Okay. Now, first of all, if you're not a believer in this, then the answer is not going to do you no good because you don't believe. Yeah. So when we are... In the spiritual realm, we have to stick with the book and keep it in the context because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Mm -hmm. It also says in Romans 15 that everything was written before time for our learning, that we through patience and hope through scripture might have hope. Pa co patience and comfort of the scripture that we might have hope. So we look to the scripture. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say? It's not God's will that any should perish. That's what the book say. But that all men should come to repentance. Mm -hmm. But 
God will damn you to hell like he did uh, Pharaoh. It's not God's will that kids should die because kids are an inheritance and he blesses us. Mm -hmm. But it's God's will to stone a child when he's disobedient because the first the first commandment with promise was to honor your mother and father that your days may be long on the earth. When you did not do that, that was a recompense for that. Mm -hmm. You understand? So it yeah. depends on the contents. No, I cannot say God did something evil because God does not tempt even though is he tempted with evil. Mm -hmm. But like the pastor said, there is a plan that God has. And according to the great preacher Solomon, he said that there's a time and season for everything. Every person that's on this earth that's listening that ever been born has an appointed time to die. So was this? Hold on, hold on. Let me ask the question. Let me ask the question. I said we got to stick with the book. Yeah, so that's what the book yeah, says. So that's, right? Yeah, so that's where we're going with the question with you, with you then. Not more so did God kill Kobe. Okay. That's not the question. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so let's let's make that clear. Okay. Because no, I don't believe God is that had a hand he, in he, killing he, him. Yeah, he had a hand in. I'm gonna bring this down. Okay. But from the day Kobe was destined to be on this earth, that God had this in the plan. Had to. Put scripture on it. Let's look at, hold on, hold on. Let's no, look I'm at, just, okay, let's look at the other side. I ain't stopping this okay. conversation. Okay. Everything I'm going to do, I'm going to put it back to the, put scripture yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Let's look at King Hezekiah. Mm -hmm. The prophet went to King Hezekiah and told him, hey man, God, your, your, your time coming up. Isn't that right? Scripture said, first Kings, he said, hey man, you, you know, God letting you know, you about to leave this place. Yeah. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and he prayed. Asked God for more time. God granted him more time. Mm -hmm. But what happens? His end state ended up worse than what he, he should have been. So it would have been who him to go ahead and die when the time was appointed for him to die. You understand? So what am I what I'm, what I'm saying is that That's contradicted. It, it's not. What I'm saying is that the book says that there's a time and season for everything. Mm -hmm. There's appointed to every man the time to die. We mm -hmm. die because of what Adam did. Adam disobeyed and brought sin into the world. Mm -hmm. The wages of sin and death. We have all inherited that wage. The problem comes in is we have uh, we we don't understand the different ways people die. If Kobe had a if Kobe had a pass away in his sleep, yeah, we would be having a different conversation. If he if he'd have passed yeah. fifteen years from now, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. a, a harder time. So it would be a yeah. different situation. Correct. When we don't understand, then we have a tendency to criticize. Okay. So what we have to do is just be rest assured that God knows what He's doing. Take Job for instance. Who knew? Who knew what was going to happen to Job? Yeah. Can we say that it was God's plan that his kids die? No, but somebody else had a hand in it, didn't it? Go back a few chapters first. Who went to God and said, "Hey"? If you take away this heads away from him, then that's when I have a problem. Then now, I'm, now see, okay, okay, that's what's going to get into the problem that I have. Because now, to me, it's contradicting what I believe in what you're saying okay. and what what the Bible and everything is all contradicting itself. Then, because if you tell if at first, because I believe as you first said that hey, God has a plan for everybody. Your plan is already predestined from the day that you come here on earth. All right, but my only thing is, hold on, hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on, because I gotta, I gotta bounce off him first, okay, and then I'll get you, okay, then, then you go ahead, okay. But my thing is, that's my idea. But now, when you tell me that God, when this guy Hezekiah prayed to God, asked for more time, God said, okay, I'm gonna give you more time. Then God changes his kind of changes plan is what you're telling me. 
to me, why would God change his plan? God doesn't change his plan. God can't. Yeah, God doesn't yeah. change his plan. He has a perfect. He's perfect. Yeah, he doesn't that, change. Okay. As a as a theological issue, the, the, the Presbyterians would call this uh, double predestination. Yeah, okay. But, but is, is that not true? What happened though? Is, is, well, now, well, when well, I listen. made the first statement, I'm going to shut my mouth. When I said the first statement, we as, as believers, yeah. we have to stick with what the book. Yeah. So it's in the book. But see, the, bu the, the book double talked it for me. This is this the problem. This is the problem. When you, when you run to uh, logically down the line where we say that, uh, that, that all things about our lives are predestined by God. Um, that both good and bad, both triumph and tragedy, Correct. the highs and the lows are predestined, uh, you run the risk of making God culpable in certain tragic areas of our lives. What, what do you say to a young lady who's sexually molested or sexually yeah. raped yeah. that, 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 that was predestined? Yeah. God, God chose. What, what do you say yeah. to a, a, a young brother who's incarcerated for a crime he didn't commit? God that, knew that was, was going to happen. That yeah. God knew that, that he planned that. I, I like to, I, I kind of fall in perspective that I believe God predestines uh, the uh, many of the aspects of our lives that pull us into relationship with him, but not necessarily God predestines every tra tragedy, nor I wouldn't say God predestines anybody to be damned to hell. Um, well, wait a minute, because he I said think, that I think vessels, when, are, when you, when vessels you, are fit for honor and dishonor. What yeah. was what not? When Christ told Judas, he told him to go do what you were born to do. He was born for that reason. So if he was born for that reason, then that means he was born for that particular reason. Okay, but he also, but now, now, so, 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 now, if, if I'm just going off that, then according to the Bible that has been remixed by JV, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> yeah, LBG, um, Pete, Pete, Pete Rock. LGBT. I mean, they got their own Bible. Now, now, hold on. Man. I just said that to say the this. Queen James. We're not doing that tonight. We're not doing that tonight. Now, but if I go by the Bible, everybody who, if I go by the Bible and if I go by what I hear, a lot of pastors and preachers and 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 men clergy say, if you repent, if you repent, if you repent, you can make it to hell. So even if that guy that you say that was damned to hell, had he repented, and it's he would have been okay. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, but but that that was no possibility for him to repent. Why not? If they have, they should have. No, let's, stick with what, let's go back to what you were about to say, though, about let's get away from the, from the script real quick and get to what you were saying about how you felt about was this predestined or not? Was this the plan or not? My problem with all this and how I came up with this is with the God's plan, God's will, predestined. If he had if this was his plan. Mm -hmm. This is just my lock. This is my thinking. Yeah. This is Rick King's thinking. This ain't this ain't nothing. Enrique King. This Enrique Antonio King's thinking. Boy, your name ain't like that. Yes, it is. It ain't really. Now she might not even put it like me. If you like look at how my name is spelled, I can roll all them R's. Try to put some Spanish on you. Enrique <laughs> Antonio. Yeah, I can do all that. Rick no. Washington. Don't even know. Rick Washington. <laughs> but if he if this was the a plan, if this was predestined. You don't mean to tell me that he would not have set up these other people who just tragically lost 
their loved ones. He wouldn't put a plan together for them to be able to deal with this. Who's to say he didn't? That's what I'm asking. Okay, no. Because, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What, 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 what and, and, I hear you having no, issues no, with, hold on. No, 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 stay with you. Let me, let me, let me stay with you. You gotta go behind the board. Stay here, stay here, stay here. Stay here. Because, stay here. Like you say, like you say, when my grandmother passed, dying of cancer, thank you for coming back. Um, so we had time to plan. That prepared you. We, we had time to prepare for it. the issue you're having that was a tragic accident. So, but, but, no, but, but, since, but that's not, that's not the, that's not, my problem is if there's a plan from whomever, if there's a plan from God, seem like he would put a whole, a complete plan together because people lost and they, and, and, and there's, Life what, what, is pain. Rick, Rick, Rick. I know life is pain. I know. I know. I know. We. Go, I know. We were sent here to die. I know we were born to die. I know we gonna die someday. But you want us to be ready to die? No, it ain't no, no ready to die. How do you be that. ready to die? Biggie said he was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Biggie said he was. That was his first album. That was his first album. But he came back with another album saying Life After Death. So he wasn't quite ready. Go ahead and answer the question. Go ahead and answer the question. I'll say this. My brother brought up, and I hate to kind of go back to just kind of straight scripture talk, but I want to pull this in. He talked about the book of Job. Uh, the book of Job kind of answers this question, uh, you know, in 42 chapters. Uh, Job loses everything. Uh, he loses his family, loses all his wealth, his income. Uh, Satan gets permission in Job chapter 1 to test Job to see if yeah. he would uh, sort of uh, uh, to, to disavow his relationship with God. Can I see something yeah, real quick? Don't, and I want you to stay, stay, yeah. stay with this. I just have to put this disclaimer. That story is the one story that made me say, okay, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. But yeah go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, oh, 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 it's, it's, it's a beauty, man. If, yeah. you, if you really look at Yeah. All right. So uh, Job kind of goes through the first three chapters. He loses everything. Uh, Job's friends come to him in, in Job chapter three. Uh, from Job chapter three to Job chapter 37. For 30, 34 chapters, they kind of do this back and forth, trying to figure out mm-hmm. why did this tragedy happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, Job's friends kind of come to about two conclusions. They, they come to the conclusion either mm-hmm. God is not just. Mm-hmm. Or so. God is not all powerful. Yeah. Or Joe kind of claps back. He's like, you know, well, uh, I'm not ready to say God is not just and God is not all powerful. Then they come with uh, option number three. Well, Joe, maybe you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe said, no, man, I, you know, I'm, I got integrity. I'm, I'm you know, a, I'm a, a, a man of character. I'm a good person. You know, I don't know why this has happened, but I, I can't say that it's either either one of those options. Joe kind of goes back and forth with his friends for 34 chapters trying to convince them that he's a man of integrity. Uh, eventually, he kind of gets fed up uh, talking to his friends. By Job chapter 37, he goes to God and says, listen, God, we got an issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this kind of been going on. People have questioned my, my character, my integrity, my reputation. I've endured this tragedy. I've kept my, my commitment to, to righteousness, to faithfulness. God, he, he's like, God, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Why is this happening? Uh, and he's kind of angry. He's he's yeah. he's kind of shaking his As fist normal, at God. A normal person would be. Yeah, and so and so you know, God says, "I right, hold up, pump your brakes, Job." Hmm. Uh, he says, "I know you're upset. I know this tragedy happened. You don't quite understand it." He says, "But but but listen, before you you know question whether or not I'm just, before you question whether or not I'm all knowing, all powerful." He says. He says, one, God literally asked, asked Job this question. He says, "You know, Job, are your arms long enough hmm. to contend with me?" Hmm. 
He says, he says, basically, he God literally asked Job if he wanted to square up and go a few rounds. He <laughs> yeah, said, man. you know, can you buy, you want to box? You know what I'm saying? You want to you want to try this and see, you know, how long you last. I promise you, it's not gonna go how you think see, it I is. Got that read. So, so Job says, all right, God, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. God kind of mystically takes Job around the universe, show him all these mysteries. Mm-hmm. He says, did you put the seasons, you know, in their place? He said, did you put the stars in their heavens? He said, what, what about the Leviathan and the behemoth, these massive animals? He said, did you create them? He said, you know, God asked Job all these questions. Yeah. And Job, Job finally begins to say, you know what, I kind of get it. You know, I get what, 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 what God is saying. God is saying, you know, you know, I am just, I am sovereign. Uh, I, I am loving. And he says, Sometimes tragedies happen in our lives, and it's not because we did something wrong. And so we kind of spend our time trying to convince people of, of, of you know, uh, prognosticating and diagnosing the, 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 the matters in our lives. Yeah. And, and, and so, but God is saying, you know, we simply don't know enough. We don't see the picture broadly enough. Paul right. used this language in 1 Corinthians 13. We see through a glass, glass. dimly. Yeah. And so as, as, as a it's, believer, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's almost like a boss telling you yeah. to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't know why you're supposed yeah. to do it yeah. because you don't know the big picture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just know, just exactly. You just know, put this, just do this on the assembly line. Yeah, because you don't know how the whole car gonna look. Exactly, how the whole car exactly. Because the architect and everybody. Exactly. Okay. You're but from to a Christian perspective, faith. that's what we call faith. Yeah. Right. You know, God. God is not. You know, I, I think for me, freedom and hope, and why, why I can wake up and still have a smile on my face every morning, is because God has not promised me that I'm gonna know the full picture, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't have to. Yeah. And I trust that God is God enough to, to deal with the big picture while I deal with the small picture. Yeah, just handle the things yeah, I can control. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and trust that somehow, in, in kind of words of Paul, all this is going to work out for my good. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, t- so to say, was it God's plan? I don't know. Uh, if I have to blame somebody, I, I would say some of the blame falls on the pilot who used his free will mm-hmm. to, to, you know what I'm saying, to operate an aircraft in, in inclement weather. Because that, is, with, that yeah, is part yeah, of yeah. it. The part of it is that yeah. is is. From, from from the reports, yeah, is that a lot of the helicopters and emergency vehicles or aircrafts in that area were grounded, yeah, told to not fly, yeah, because of exactly. the conditions, exactly. However, and this is this is one of the parts that I came, you know, to conclusion, and and I, I had to ask other people, do you think? At t- and I know it's a part of the grieving process, but Vanessa, I I believe is going to go through a part. Kobe's wife is going to come to. A part in her life where she's probably going to be mad, blaming yes, and blame Kobe, yeah, for taking that flight, taking that helicopter up, yeah, when the helicopter probably shouldn't have been up. But there's yeah. a lot of what ifs, though. There's a lot of variables that we can superimpose or why this and what happened. We'll never know. Yeah, was it God's plan for us four men to be here tonight? I think so. To me personally, I believe so. If it's so, if that is. This is no throw off on Rick. Why is it that it's God's plan when things go right? I think it's but it's always. not God's plan when things go oh, wrong. Oh, that's Rick. I always think. Not, say, not saying that. Not saying that you saying that or you feel that way. But it, 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 it's crazy. Now yeah. I don't think God had anything to do with that. But I but I believe God allowed it to happen. Yeah. For see, His purpose. For His purpose. Because we can't see. We don't know. Maybe He saved somebody for some heartache further on down the road. Mm-hmm. We don't know His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher. Yeah, we don't we know don't the full know. plan. Yeah, we don't know the full plan. We don't plan. know the full plan. Yeah. But anytime, anytime we need some hope, we got to look to the book. Yeah. We can't superimpose what we think or how we feel. We have to look at the scripts. And that's what right now is just, uh, we got, I think we're getting ready to come to a close, but, you know, my thing is, I wish that. No, I no, actually, 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 actually. Hold on. That's, that's, <laughs> do, do, no, no. Do, you, do y'all brothers have to run? 
I got a minute. Huh? You got, got a minute? A minute. Yeah. yeah. Because no, no, no. They, 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 they good. Oh, okay. So what we gonna do? What I have to do is my bad. Um, pre We gonna take a break. I have to put on the ten o'clock show <laughs> to go out on air. But we gonna keep talking. We gonna sit right here. We gonna still be on Facebook and we gonna still be able to talk to each other. But I have to at ten o'clock. So we got four minutes. So now. That's my that and and that, that would be my question because I'm not saying that he if there's if there's a plan mm-hmm. if if it's God's will God's plan then why are you questioning? <laughs> Cuz he don't have understand why no, no, did no, it no, happened no, the way no, no. it happened. I, I'm not saying that I'm qu- just that I know I, I, I know there are things that are not meant for me but if I'm talking about for the people that says this was God's will this is God's plan you got people that Faithfully believe that this is his plan. Can I give a testimony? Can I give a testify? You got you got three minutes. Okay, so uh, my family just buried my mom Saturday. My condolences. And my mom, for eight years, lived with Alzheimer's dementia, and she did it beautifully. You could come in and sit and talk to her, have a whole entire conversation. She would have no idea who you were. But she would not let you know that. Know that she had no clue who you were. She, she'd entertain you, sit there and talk to you, and then, you know, you grow used to that pattern, that behavior, and you think everything was okay. Like she's she's okay, she's fine. And then in September, she had a stroke, and it was a mild stroke, you know. So I went down to the hospital, and I'm sitting there with her in the emergency room while they're running tests, and I'm like, she's okay, she seems okay. She, she seems fine and seems like she'll be able to bounce back from it. And they were like, well, we're not because she's, you know, she's at an age where it's too risky for us to treat it the normal way that we would treat it. How so old was she again? Gonna, she was 82. Okay. So we're just going to see how this goes. Well, they admitted her and I was thinking she was fine. I was like going to, I had my daughter with me and uh, she lives in Athens. So I was going to go back thinking that, you know, she'd be discharged three days later because she just seemed Mm -hmm. to be okay until we got into the room. And I noticed that she was off somewhere looking at hallucinating or seeing something that was so prevalent to her Yeah. that me and my brother, you know, we were taken aback by it. So I went out and asked the nurse, I'm like, did you give her something? Because she seems a little loopy. And she goes, no, she's not going to be in any pain. Uh, with her brain damage already, she's she's not gonna feel the pain or the the side effects of from the the stroke. The stroke we just we have to keep her um, observation and her condition is gonna taper off at some point. I watch her decline go in in uh, uh, within three days. With, yeah. with, within three days, and where the blockage was with with her um, stroke, it affected her speech and her right side, and then she continued to have smaller strokes so every you know i had to readjust i the the loss of her speech was was a huge another loss yeah because you can't even contact with Uh, yeah communicate with so that was another loss that i was sitting there having to deal with but she could hold my hand with her left hand so i'm like okay i'll hold on to that held on to that for four months i i was up up until december december 4th the first week of december in and out of doctor's appointments with her because she had complications. She started getting complications from this um, stroke. Never had I just, I kept thinking that she was just going to bounce back. We were going to get to somewhere where she was going to plateau off. Yeah. And she was going to be fine until we were at a wound care doctor's 
office, wound care doctor's office, the first week of December. The second week, we were in the infectious disease control doctor's office. That following Monday, we were at having an MRI, getting ready to put a PICC line in and give her an antibiotic for a bacterial infection until she got evaluated by a, long, uh, a nurse, that uh, a palliative care nurse. And she's like, your mom may have three months. Hmm. She, she's dying. So, it, so you were able to prep? Uh, not, well, I mean, to me, all of that preparation, you can't prepare for it. Yeah. There's nothing that you can do to, yeah. to prepare for that loss. But, you know, you, you go through it. And I, I think that's what, Rick, I think you might be having a hard time with the fact that it was just a tragic loss. But you have to think about what he gave you while he was here. And, and his whole death has it's got you questioning what you believe now. And that may be a good I've been thing. It may round I, you back. I've been questioning what I believe. Yeah, but you're talking about it now. You're having a conversation about it. It's you, like, you, it's, you weren't it, having this conversation last week. Because I would say the thing is, Rick, Rick's always had always had like that 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 unbalance no, 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 on the on the teeter totter. Two weeks ago, I had but, to come. Yeah, with yeah, we. But the thing with Rick is the thing is it just seems like to me like when you call me. It just seems like this hit you hard. It's a hurt. It's, it's a like, loss. And it's, it it's seems like it, it seems like it hit you harder than most things probably hit you. And I don't know if it was because of the daughter, him losing the daughter. Yes. But it hit you so hard that, that like I say, when you called me and you and I spoke and I was like, and I got off the phone with you and I was like, yo, I need to call him back and see if he's all right. Because you told, you, you told me you were good when we no, got off the phone. No, 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 no. But it just seems like you were just like. I mean, if we yeah, I mean, if we gotta get 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 some truth. I am in pain. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I am in pain because of some things that I am going through in my life. Yeah. yeah, that's what this is bringing up, though. That's what it's it's causing you to feel. And that loss. Trying to figure out if I'm a believer and what I believe in. Yeah, because I do believe in the higher power. What does that does that encompass? I have no damn clue. No one you does. You're cursing with two. No one. No one. Does. Well, I got a clue. They say. They say. I don't think I can do it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? We got. We got clues. We got more than the clue. But do y'all do y'all know what exactly? I guess my thing is. I know that no one knows exactly what actually is going to happen. We have we have beliefs. I know what's going to happen. I know after we die that one day Casey Lamar Hewitt Senior is going to leave this temple body. Mm -hmm. Yes, I yes, know that yes, I'm coming yes, to a full understanding. That's what we all know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I know that. If I know that, then what am I doing to prepare for what's after here? Mm -hmm. See, see that after. But, but what here, if there is no see, after? See, here? Not, 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 see that after. But, it, it, but what if there is? I, I understand that part. Okay, and so, 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 so you prepare for the what if. Is and nope. what if ain't? No. Nope. So well, you know it's gonna happen. I well, mean, you know, you know you're gonna. You know you're gonna die. You know you know you're gonna, you gonna leave, you know you're gonna leave here. Yeah. I know we. Okay. I know I got to leave this. So here so, up. so let's. When I started in the beginning, I said that if we're going to dive in this and we're here not saying nobody scripture. else, yeah. Yeah. we have to stick with the book. If yeah. we call ourselves believers, children of God, saints of God, Hebrew, whatever you subscribe to. If not, it's not going to make any sense. So yeah. we're gonna have to go to the book that we stand on. So let's ask the question. Do people die? Yes. yes. Why do people die then? Be if, 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 if it's according to the... Starlight. Exactly. Let's go you to the book. For the wages of sin is death. Yes. We all have an appointed time to die because what we inherited from our forefather, Adam. See, well, I, th I think what's really messed with this appointed time. Starlight. 
Starlight. Because appointed time means that this there's a set date that's on my life. Starlight. Is it not? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Starlight, what's your take on this? Do people is 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 God plan? First of all, is this death God's plan? And what is your idea of God's plan as well? I got to turn your mic on. Your mic, is, your mic is down or something. Let me answer the second there you part go. There first. You go. I hear you. I um, yes, I believe that he created a whole plan for everything that he made. Yeah. From the beginning when he said, let there be, to whenever he says, it ain't no more. <laughs> However, this specific incident, as well as the incident we dealt with as teachers at our school on Wednesday where we found out we had lost a parent that Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And even leaving the school today where I found out that some of our kids that ride an after-school van got into an accident. I do not believe specifically those events was like, okay, he wrote down in the book, on this day it's going to happen then. Mm -hmm. However, for me, when it comes down to tragedies like this, I look at it as what good can come from it. Yeah. And as long as some good comes from it, then as it says, like, you know, you praise him and thank him and everything. I thank for that. And if I look at a situation and I see no good, then that's when I say, okay, whatever, whatever evil was trying to do, that's when I condemn that aspect and I pray for whatever good can come from it. And similar to like how angry woman was speaking of her issue with her mom. I, in 98, tragically lost my father the week after losing my great grandmother. Like I had talked to him that night. I wake up, go to school, still kind of shaking from my great grandmother, only to be picked up early and find out it was my father. And it was sort of like I was waiting to see what my mom was picking me up for. And I had a slight premonition of myself going to get a hug from my favorite teacher at the time. And back in my mind, I was thinking like, huh, okay, my great granddaddy was sick too. Maybe it was him, but I'm like, why would I go hug him? And yeah. so as soon as I got in the car, my mom was like, I'm sorry. And I looked at her face. I knew it was my dad. Then turned was it, around. Was it, was it, did you know it was about to happen or was it like a sudden? No, he was sick and okay. she was just like, I'm sorry. Okay. And I could see it in her face. Okay. It was my daddy because my dad had met that teacher and they had bonded. Oh, okay. And so I was like, that was the only reason why I would see myself going to that teacher for comfort. Yeah. And in, what was it? In 08, December 08, my mom got real sick and it was weird because it was like, okay, my mom can, she dealt with rheumatoid arthritis my whole life. I never saw this woman get knocked down. Most of the people that knew us was kind of like, how did she deal with the pain she was dealing with? But my mom was the strongest person I ever knew. Mm -hmm. When I saw it take her out, I immediately went into attack mode. Like, we're in the doctor's office. And talking about, oh, we can't give her all this. I was like, if my mom says she's in pain, you're giving her everything she needs. Yeah. So it was at one point she was on a pill, a fentanyl drip, and a morphine patch, just running it in rotation. Because I was like, she will not feel pain while she's in your place. Yeah. Um, we brought her home because they were talking about the word hospice and I was like you will not so I was like we're bringing her home we were sitting at the house we were there 
about three days. And now we were in her room watching TV. It was what we always do. Just I would always watch TV with her. And I kind of tell she was struggling to breathe. And I was just like, these are literally the last words I said to my mom. It's okay, mom. I got this. Yeah. You can, you know, you can chill. I got this. I'm thinking like, you know, just staying away for if anybody came to visit the house or whatever. That was the last breath I heard my mom take. She was confident now. Part of me afterwards, like when my dad passed in 98, I did have a split split moment where I was upset with God. Because I was like, how do you let me watch this man in my eyes be a slight, typical Baptist minister hypocrite? But then I finally saw him after a heart attack he had had in in 94. I saw the turn and I saw him actually be a man of God on the pulpit that he always said he was. And I was like, okay, I got my daddy back in and I can see him in that light without feeling some kind of way. And then he passes. And I was like, how you do that to me? And I remember being outside. I was laying on my mom's car um, in the apartment council we used to live in. And I was staring up at the sky, kind of just having that inner thought. And I saw a shooting star go by and immediately felt calm. Now, did you feel that those tragedies were God's plan or Um, or do you feel like it was... Basically, it might have been written down in the whole book of what is life. Yeah. However, what I pull from both of those is, no, I wasn't ready to lose my father, but I immediately felt calm after I had that basically argument with him. The same how um, Pastor was talking about how Job had, Job had that thought process of like, well, why would you do this to me? And then he got the revelation. It's like, oh, okay, let me back off. Calm down. I'm back. My bad. The same even with Jacob when he wrestled with the angel and then changed his name to Israel because he was able to get through that situation. So I felt that was my sort of like Israel moment. I kind of turned around. And then with my mom, it kind of hit me was like, okay, I guess both of them felt I was okay. I would be okay. And even sometimes now I'm like, I still won't consider myself an orphan. I was like, I wasn't ready for this adult life. (laughs) But it's like every time I start to feel that way, then other people start need to draw on me. And I immediately feel my strength build up. And then I feel like the strength of everybody that was in my life that's gone before me sort of like push me up and keep me up. And I'm like, okay, I can't falter. I have to do with what it's like. I know my life isn't in like and I even had that prayer for myself. I was like, please don't let me leave. Until I have done what you put me here for. But that's the one thing I can say about my mom and my great-grandma. My mom, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother. They left here empty. They Mm -hmm. left here giving out everything that was put in them. So I'm like, I need that. And until I get that point, I can't leave. Now, that's the tragic part because we're all not going to get to that point. We're not going to get to that point that we... We're not all going to get to the point to where we've done everything that we felt that we could do here. And be there for enough people. And that's where the tragedy comes in for ourselves, not just our family members, but for ourselves, because we like there's so much left on the table. Mm-hmm. That's the part of me that that like that's like when you die, but you die with still things that aren't accomplished. Man choose choose to live your life. The way that you, in the manner in which tomorrow ain't promised. No, but you can't do that, though. Yeah, you I, can. I, I, no, no, people yeah, you say. Can. You can be prepared for that. People say that, but you can't do that because that means balls to the wall, spending all my money every day, no. but I got no, bills tomorrow. No, 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 no. I like that. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, 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 everybody got their own interpretation no. of, uh, okay, let me, let me clear that up then. 
Everybody has their own interpretation of what it means to live like it ain't no tomorrow. My live like that until tomorrow is to throw everything away and be like, hey, I ain't leaving nothing well, out there to be de desired. All right, uh, short story. What, what my sister telling her story. Tell me your name again, my sister. Starlight. Starlight. Well, Starlight kind of talked about uh, in, in my other life, I, I've been a, a hospice chaplain. Mm -hmm. uh, people hate that word, hospice, boy. You know, every time they, you know, talk about hospice, they feel like, you know, the Grim Reaper coming. Oh, in the yeah. Room. But, uh, you know, I can't count the number of people I've watched die. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and then loved ones, I can't count the number of people I watch grieve. You know, we go through that, that you know, kind of, you know, talk about the stages of grief, you know, kind of starts with denial, then it goes to anger, then bargaining. We kind of bargain with God, God, if you, you know, leave mm -hmm. mama here, I do whatever. I'll be in church every Sunday, I, you know. Uh, then we kind of go through depression. We can't change it, so, yep. you know, we feel bad. Then lastly, you know, if you kind of process it enough, uh, you can finally reach a place of acceptance. And I think that place of acceptance is, is really, when it comes to, you know, from my perspective, Christian discipleship, the place of acceptance is where I try to live from every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, e even as a pastor, even as a pastor, there's some aspects of the Christian life I don't like. <laughs> it mm -hmm. don't sit well with me. You know, you know, I don't like, you know, praying for people who, you know, uh, say say things about me that aren't true. I don't like that. Yeah. But that's part part of my commitment to Christ. You know, I, I don't like turning the other cheek. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't like, you know. That's hard. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, you know, giving a dime out of every dollar is a commitment I made. I ain't said I like it. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's it's a part of it's a part of the commitment I made. And, and, and so I think, you know, you know, the life of discipleship is about, you know, kind of daily walking in this place of acceptance. And I think, you know, having, having watched countless people die. I think, you know, I, I've, I've noticed, you know, a, a tremendous difference in people who've lived from a place of acceptance, uh, placing God's will at the center of our lives as opposed to our own will. They, they die completely different yeah, 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 yeah. than people yeah. who try to place their own right. ambitions, careers, perspectives, and You're then right. talking to people before they die. You know, uh, you, you know, the, the top five regrets that people have before they die is not they didn't spend enough money. Uh, turn up enough, go on enough vacations. It was, man, I wish I wouldn't have worked so much. I, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. True. I wish I would have, True. you know, I, I, I wish I would have told my loved ones I love them more. I'm going, I'm uh, yeah, not man. to cut you off, I'm yeah, dealing with that right now because yeah. being in I my I have to give you an amen on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. being in my job for like, doing my job for like 23 years and yeah. now it's finally coming to an end mm -hmm. and me and my kids are, are like at each other's throats yeah, right now. And it's because a lot of it I'm seeing is because exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I spent more time worrying about other people and yeah. worrying about work and worrying yeah. about my career yeah. than I've actually spent with my kids yeah. and developing that relationship with them. And it's, it's sad that you spend most of your time developing a relationship with your supervisor or the people you supervise than you do your own damn Absolutely, family members. Man. Absolutely. So I, I, I do believe that. And, and the material point. stuff that we get from working, you know, we can't take it with us. No. You know what I mean? It, you know, if, if it fulfills our purpose, man, our sense of purpose, you know, rock out, you know, go yeah. crazy. But, you know, at, at, at when, when our time comes, man, you know, for most people, the, the, the biggest regrets are uh, relationships, uh, unresolved conflicts, yep. uh, petty differences, uh, you know, focusing on money. You know, and, and and I think living living you know in commitment to Christ is about putting those things first, the mm -hmm. relationships that really matter, putting purpose over money, putting you know putting putting our, our our sense of calling purpose, a life of service, yeah, a life of service over mm -hmm. over those things, and 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 I think you know the, the the promise is that in doing those things, God will kind of reward us with with the promise of His peace, yeah. which is you know His His chief indication that we're you know living living the life that He's given us with the right perspective. Right. I got to give you another amen on that one. I appreciate it, sister. Are you good, Rick? 
You can't get that outside the book, though, Rick. Can we get acceptance? We can't good yet. No, no. See, my good ain't got nothing to do with that. See, I don't want y'all to think that that is why I'm not good. I'm good on some this this personal shit that I got going on. Yeah. Now nah, he ain't on the radio. Well, we ain't on the radio. He ain't on the radio. We ain't on the radio. Curse him. Okay, but shit, I cuss all the time on Facebook. Hell. But <laughs> so that shit. I, I, I mean, she, she, I ain't condemning. Oh, it. she like you cussing around the pastors. About the pastors. Oh, bro. Listen, bro. I ain't condemning nobody. It's a judge free zone, man. You judge, know what I'm saying? Zone. I ain't condemning nobody. You know. Now, pal, um, I know, I know, y'all, I know y'all got to go. I know y'all got to. Yeah, because I left work. I've been yeah, out the yeah. house um, since six thirty this morning. Pastor John, pastor, brother. I heard you got some good things going on in the that you're trying to do at Hill First Baptist, and um, we ain't gonna get into them tonight. But I, I do want, I do want you to promise to come back Definitely. to the barber shop so we can talk about the things. You the see, good. Rick needs some healing. <laughs> oh, hell, I need all. I take all prayers. <laughs> I'll send them all up. Like, I take them all. But um, we definitely got to get you back in. Definitely. Um, so we can talk about what you got going on. I know this was, at, like I said, this was a spur of the moment thing. And I, and I thought it would be a great conversation because you, I, I know y'all see it. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I know y'all hear it. Mm. So... It has it, it it has been one of the things that has always bothered me. Yeah. Even when I was like I said, because I um, grew up in the Kingdom Hall, and um, I also you know then also went by the you know been by as churches and you know so I don't I don't dabble and dabble in religion and so much that I hate religion that, but I'm just I guess we like. Like a lot of us, it's trying to figure out what the hell. Okay, I got a recommendation on a movie for you. I, I can't remember the name of the oh, movie. Bad Boys, exactly. bad boys 3 can't it, recommend it, it, the movie. It's then. Justin Timberlake <laughs> and that oh, time thing nah. where that cluck, where he. The, um, the snake. As of time or yes, something. Yeah, yeah, time. I know what you're talking about. You need to watch that. That'll put. I. I, that and like turning forty, you know, when you hit your forties, you go there through your midlife crisis. I'm forty-seven. Because you become aware of your mortality. <laughs> mm, so, but um, I would recommend that movie. Brothers, tell them where they can find y'all. Um, so, no, we, we, I mean, tell them where they can find y'all. We still on Facebook, and um, I'm gonna go back on the other side of the glass. And I, like I say, thank y'all. Thank, thank you, for thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and um, hopefully, um. We didn't scare you away. Oh man, y'all good. Mm-hmm. This is not like I say, but this is what my sister was telling you. This is this is what we do. Absolutely. And um, and I love the pla- this platform because I think we I think this is a lifestyle show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A show that we can come and get some understanding. Um, if I can't get if we can't find understanding in the barbershop, where can you find it at? Absolutely, man. So, but let, let them know where they can find y'all at. <laughs> Go ahead, Pastor. Uh, Pastor John Menefee again. Uh, you can find me at 205 North Pope Street, Athens, Georgia, 30601, every Sunday morning at Hill First Baptist Church. Be blessed. Amen. Minister Casey L. Hughes Sr. here. You can find me here tomorrow from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock over on WAC Love 860 on the AM dial on uh on your smartphones, Apple, Android device, you download the Love 860 app. You can also come and visit us down at 7581 
uh, Jonesboro, Georgia, uh, Tar Boulevard, Boom Church, Believers of One Messiah. Um, we finna um we finna get up out of here, but we gonna I mean our last little tribute to um Kobe and Gigi and the other people that was on. We 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 send out I mean continue prayers, continue words of wisdom, continue all these things to help these people. And I ain't talking about just this week. They gonna need y'all for. <laughs> For the duration, especially these that lost kids and lost parents, they gonna need y'all. I know this week is gonna be big. I mean, I mean, we got another big thing with the um. You gonna see Kobe name a lot here in this next year. But also remember, Vanessa need y'all prayers. Mm -hmm. She needs y'all hugs. She needs y'all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But not only Vanessa. All the family members. All the family. Um, All the people who have lost. Hey, y'all, about families. that time. We're going to sweep the flows. We're going to clean the clippers. Anger woman. Yes. You got the bathroom. Hey, let me say this real quick before I go. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, last thing. Um, 2020 is terrible. I'm going to tell you right now. If 2020 <laughs> was a female and me and her just got in a relationship in less than a month, I'm dumping her. I'm serious. 2020 is just sucks if y'all have a good 2010 if y'all 2020 is good so far disregard what i'm saying but if y'all 2020 is sucking like i had mine is hey y'all start it over next month tomorrow tomorrow start your 2020 <laughs> tomorrow. over next start over tomorrow tomorrow start okay. over tomorrow okay all right new 2020 i'm shooting fireworks tomorrow come to my house come to your house we come to my house uh, pop a champagne and shoot fireworks you give out the address no. <laughs> I'll text it to y'all. Okay. Hey, fellas, thank y'all. And uh, like I say, um, we out. It's so hard to say goodbye to what we had. The good times that made us laugh outweigh the bad. Huh. And now take with me the memories to be And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. <laughs>